God, you want to hit a dude? I'll do one buck. <laughs> people say this is funny? Not Gary Guerra. It's Dave okay. Someone or something is tickling people. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tickling Podcast. Okay. You are Queen Fakie of Made Up Town. All hail Queen Shit of Liesville. A bunch of religious virgins go to mingle. And do what? Pray. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Hello? Picking the, I think it's cat hair off this thing. How's there cat hair? You don't have a cat. Yeah, that's a feral cat that lives in the garage. Oh, I forgot about the garage cat. Yeah, I forgot garage, about it's over the... there in the corner, and we feed it. And uh... Sure. Great little situation for everybody. Oh, he's loving it. Yeah. <laughs> I never get to leave here? This is great. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I mean, welcome to venture. it's welcome to venture outside. Yeah, but, uh, no, listen. Well, why would it? Why, why, why would you? Would when you can why sit leave, behind a couple of boxes. Why do you leave, why do you leave paradise? <laughs> why leave paradise for the unknown? I'm um, sorry about the dog. That's okay. I think it's going to dig through my leg. It's fine. You're listening to the dollop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dave Anthony. I'm here with Gary Reynolds. Close. So close. It's over, you know. Shut up! It's your, not over. Your name is over. That's <laughs> no, not. I've, you can't. You can't just say that you wield that power. My name is Gareth, and okay. people know it. Good and luck. it's been stamped. And I think I might have a cute little nickname. Some people are having some fun with. Sure, <laughs> sure. Maybe maybe ninety percent of the fans are calling me Gary. Sure. Yeah, okay, it's fine. Yeah. Your show business name is Gary. No, it is not. And it's just Gary. It's not even Reynolds. It's just Gary. Uh, honestly, You're like a Brazilian football player. I would take that. I can see that in some big lights and me coming out of, like, you know, jumping through a... Oh, boy. <laughs> you want me to stop, I guess? Um, so, Gary. Gareth. Reynolds. Yeah. Carrie Moore, whose name was spelled C-A-R-R-I-E when she was born, mm-hmm. later gets changed to C-A-R-R-Y. Sounds like a controversial dollar. <laughs> <laughs> she came out of her mom's vagina on November 25th, 1846 in Gerard County, Kentucky to George and Mary Moore. So that's not bad, right? No. Nope. A little girl is born into the world. I don't see any problems. What could go wrong? Nothing. Nothing. Just the regular birth. Sounds like to me. Yep. All uh, right. I'll see you later, Dave. Okay. Good catch, you, catch you around. <laughs> George Moore was of Irish descent. Mm-hmm. And he owned a plantation with slaves. Well, lots I mean, of slaves. Okay. Well, I, I mean that that's not. Well, I don't agree with it. That's mm-hmm. not crazy at the time. Not that. Not the time. No. Carrie was not a strong child, so she stayed indoors mostly and learned to read. Good thing he had all those slaves then. Right. Yeah. The kid would not be doing the work. Bingo. So. Justified. She does not have to pick anything up or move it. <laughs> nope. She spent a lot of time reading a book known as the Bible. Oh, sure. I've read mm-hmm. about this one. Now, take note. I said the Bible. Right. She was super into the Bible. Right. Yeah. No, that's clear. <laughs> the Holy Bible, right? Yeah, yeah. I get you. And her family was not exactly normal. Okay. I mean, I painted a picture of a normal Southern normal, family. Another normal Southern family, yep. Um, her mom, Mary, had a mental illness okay. that caused her to be under the delusion that she was lady-in-waiting to be the Queen of England. <laughs> <laughs> queen of England-itis. 
<laughs> Queen you know, I hit my head pretty hard earlier, and I think I'm next in line for the throne. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she had to have been pretty, or else who would put up with that? Well, are we assuming? Yeah. Okay, because they're affluent, obviously. They're affluent, right. and so he's with a crazy person. Yeah. Like, he married. <laughs> he's not. Or He's with the next queen of fucking okay, England, you're right. man. You're right. Eventually, she actually did become the queen in her mind. Oh, so one day she woke up and she goes, guess what? I'm the queen. The other queen died in my head today. So now I'm the queen. I mean, it would be great if she was walking around talking in a British accent. She better be. <laughs> How's she going to get the people to follow her? <laughs> so um, she spent the last several decades of her life believing she was Queen Victoria. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so she's not just next in line she, for the throne. No, she became. She's a dead queen. <laughs> okay. She forced her husband to build her a gilded gilded carriage. Oh, boy. Well, you know what a gilded carriage is? It's the... It's a, the a big... Fancy a, gold... Yeah. yeah. Um, he assembled... Yeah. A, <laughs> Bringing that up to him, like... Ugh. Oh, God. Okay, honey. Oh, yeah, okay. I might have to build this fucking thing. Uh, she's really serious about this <laughs> I, goddamn this carriage. This is the fourth day in the row. She won't shut the fuck up about it. I might have to build this shit. Ah, and I keep saying, okay, queen, sarcastically, but she's <laughs> yeah. not getting that. Yeah, okay, your majesty. Yeah. Go to bed. <laughs> Eat your fudge. You psycho. He assembled a carriage upholstered in red velvet with a silk-hatted coachman. So he got it. He made one. He red velvet. He got a coachman to sit on it. He then had the slaves open the gates and blow a horn as his wife approached. Oh my gosh! <laughs> she wore gowns and a train and a crown of crystal and glass <laughs> and pumpkin all over her face. <laughs> the queen would then be driven back and forth. Okay. The queen would then be driven back and forth on the plantation grounds, waving a white-gloved hand at her slaves. Oh, my God. What a fucking scene we have here, huh? Hello! Hello! My subjects, hello! Imagine a new slave coming in. Wait, what are, what are we doing? Oh, um, she thinks she's the queen of England, so we uh -huh. might have to just pretend like we follow her for a while. Is it... Can we kill ourselves? Uh, no. Well, you can try, but they'll, they'll kill you first. <laughs> okay. Killing yourself is illegal. Oh, shit. Uh, well, May this as well is... just wave at the new queen. So That's Queen Victoria you're looking at, by the way. That's oh. not just any old oh, queen. Not, oh, it's Queen Victoria. That's Queen Victoria. Oh, yeah, holy yeah. shit. I don't yeah, know who yeah. that is because yeah. I'm from Africa. Oh, that's fair. I don't either. <laughs> I should probably learn that. Uh, she also only saw her family members by appointment. <laughs> I think I think if you're a family member, that's fine. <laughs> you're fine with that policy. Would you like to make an appointment to see oh, the queen? No, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Would you like to make an appointment to see the queen tomorrow? <laughs> no, the problem with me is I like to do drop-bys. <laughs> so I don't know if we're ever going to see each other. Uh, uh, Carrie also had an aunt. <laughs> the uh, Duchess of Bullshit. No, no, not. Completely different. Oh. Completely different. Oh. Uh, she would often climb on the roof and pose as a weather vane. It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing ever. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, there she goes. Uh, look at that. What is, uh, what's your wife's sister doing up there? <laughs> Even the queen's sister? She's, uh, she's pretending to be a weather vane. <laughs> 
<laughs> she's just kind of moving a bit. You can see the wind's blowing. Oh, north. she's spinning. So, yeah, she's spinning because it's kind of blowing a little bit right now. Oh. Yeah. Uh, we need a doctor. <laughs> uh, and we need one really bad. <laughs> uh, she also had a cousin. <laughs> oh, did she? Who at the age of 40 decided to only walk on all fours. <laughs> My favorite thing ever, so that's just good. Okay, I'm gonna be a dog. Hey guys, I'm not gonna stand on just two feet anymore. It's just so not as easy. I think I'm gonna do this. I'm just gonna be. I'm gonna walk around like a bear. Okay. Anyone got a problem with that? Anybody? Weather vane, Victoria. Anybody got an issue? Everyone's cool with this. All right, here I go, and I'm down. This is it, I'm down for good. I'm down, once I go down, I'm down. (laughs) All right, that's the end of walking. (laughs) Oh, boy. So the family was a little weird. (laughs) Which part again? (laughs) Um, I'm sure there was also a guy that thought he was a lamp. Yeah. (laughs) What's that guy doing? Pull his ear. Uh, I'm on! The all fours guy. (laughs) Okay, so because her mom thought she was the queen, Carrie grew up under the care of her father's slaves. Okay, okay, right. Makes sense. Yep. Uh, She was close for the best. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. She was close to one of the slaves named Aunt Eliza. It was not until Carrie was older that she was allowed to eat at the same table as her parents. Because her mother believed that being with the slaves was the best way to bring up her children. Because she was crazy. And as do we all. (laughs) Because she thought she was the queen. Therefore, (laughs) ergo, Ergo, the slaves would be better parents. Right. So it's a good family. That's a a sitcom if we are living in that time period. You pitch that sitcom, they'll be like, that's too weird. What? Oh, my. Wait, Weathervane? Yeah. Yeah. And then um, there's all fours Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings us to all fours Larry. Really kind of the Kramer of the show. I mean, I wish that we could keep exploring that family because we only know about three of them. There's got to be, it's just got to be ever everybody. a family I need procreating more and more, it's that family. <laughs> well, Carrie kind of puts an end to you wanting her to procreate. Um, okay. So uh, the Civil War began. Okay. Uh, the family moved to Texas, and that's where Carrie grew into a woman. And by grew, I mean she turned into an enormous fucking monster. She she was six two, and tipped the scales at two hundred and fifty pounds. Oh wow! So Jesus. she was fucking gigantic, big girl, especially for that time period, right? Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. Um, she had a she had a. There's pictures of her which I'll put up. Uh, she has a pushed up like a pushed up twatty face like she has a she has the face of a horrible person she does like she you just look at her and you go well, you're an asshole <laughs> <laughs> i'm carrie of the cunts <laughs> oh the welsh cunts yes yes the cunts of wales <laughs> so um so uh she had uh it looks like she it looks like she has always been hit with a bag of rice like an uppercut. Like she's just like, like her face is in a permanent. She's just a bitch. She's just, a, she just looks like a bitch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's royalty for you. 
She, uh, if she was like a, if she was like a person from today, she would look like a female Rush Limbaugh. Oh, Jesus! Good, yeah, not good. Just like good. this giant, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, like a blob. But she's bigger. Uh, she was bigger than Limbaugh. Yeah. Wow. Well, maybe not. He's lost weight because uh, he's lost mine. It's easy to lose weight after you uh, are coming off a huge, opiates, huge enormous pill enough pills to kill an elephant. Um, she also had. A delightful habit of having loud public conversations with Jesus. Oh, good. Who she called Big Brother. Oh, boy. So she'd be walking down the street. And Big Brother, you know that, that fucking awesome. Uh, cool. The, the kind of person nowadays everyone would avoid. Yeah, or would be in Senate, the Senate, yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, she married a doctor. Now, this is where I don't know. So she married a doctor. Okay. Which is surprising to you, right? Well, I mean, it doesn't seem like she's a catch. So you'd think that maybe she'd marry a shoeshiner. It's going to turn out he's not a catch either. Okay. Uh, they got married in uh, 1867. Her parents did not approve of the marriage because they knew that he was an alcoholic. Okay. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Somehow she managed not to notice that he was an alcoholic until after they were married. Okay. Because she was probably talking to Jesus so much. Yeah. <laughs> In her autobiography, she revealed that wearing a grimy shawl, she spent much of her marriage of about a year roaming Holden, Missouri, where the family lived, searching for her drunken spouse. <laughs> she lamented that his alcoholism deprived her of support and love. Now, That's in my Jesus mind, he was like, oh, God, I got to go drink. Yeah. <laughs> God, Jesus and her, they just don't shut the fuck up. I wish I had known that her aunt was a weather vane before I met her. <laughs> married her. And what does your aunt do? She's a weather vane. <laughs> now let's go see the queen. <laughs> now let's go see the queen. I scheduled an appointment. <laughs> so they had a terrible marriage, and then they had a kid. Wait, within a year? So they had a, they were married for a year. You married for a year, banged out a kid. And then that time they decided to bring a child into the uh, Charlene. Sure, named after daddy. Charlie. <laughs> gorgeous. The drunk. Um, the, the daughter was sickly. That's what they called it back then. Oh. She had a mental disability. Can you believe Sh that? How? How? I don't what know. Side? It came mother's, from nowhere. Mother's and father's side. It came from nowhere. You can't predict these things. <laughs> Uh, of course, Carrie blamed uh, the kid being fucked up on her husband's drinking. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course. My family's normal. <laughs> yeah, my family's normal. Is that a bear? No, that's my cousin. That's my cousin. Leave him be. He's hunting. So she left her husband because of... He because was, he had the drunk sperm that yeah. created the mental disorder. Right. Not the... Right. Okay. Right. Not the... Clear genetic disorder. <laughs> Not the carrier. He died six months later from drinking. Which we all call a miracle for him. <laughs> Christmas miracle. Big smile on his face, and I'm out. Yeah, last his words. last words were, thank God I'm dead. <laughs> um, Charlene's conditions were actually much worse than just a mental problem. Okay, I don't know. I don't know how to describe Okay, She thought she was a four-legged weather man. She was afflicted with some sort of problem that caused her right cheek to fall out. Well, I'm sorry? So her jaw would like... Just dislocate? Yeah. Oh, cool. And her jaws clamped shut for eight years at one point. I'm going to need some soup. 
Eight years? Eight years. Okay. Uh, what? She went through more than a half dozen horrific operations that involved sawing out sections of her jawbone. Jesus Christ. Okay, so she's fucked up. Yeah. Yes. So Mama was mad. At her, obviously. At everything. Everyone. She's just mad. Yeah. The circumstances of her uh, kid's illness and her divorce and her ex-husband passing helped fertilize Carrie's insanity. Oh, perfect. And she decided to fight the world's evils. Her and her invisible partner. <laughs> Jesus. Smoking, drinking, sex, and Freemasonry. Those were the things she was fighting? <laughs> Wait, I mean, yeah. I almost get Freemasonry, but that is weird. I know, it's one of the four. Yeah, she's like, the top four that's killing everyone. Smoking, drinking, uh-huh. meetings of huge groups of men. <laughs> Retreats of gentlemen. <laughs> Carrie hated sex so much that she began stalking young couples out on strolls or buggy rides. Wow. I mean, six to yeah. 50. Yeah, right? Jesus. Oh, God. You two ain't going to fuck, are you? Get your lips off that woman. <laughs> Leave some room for the Holy Ghost now. <laughs> she would look behind bush- bushes. What? And leap out at her unfortunate victims armed with an umbrella and screaming about Jesus. Don't fuck Jesus is here. Don't you touch each other. Okay, my boner's gone. Jesus. No, you, no, my boner's definitely gone. Let's Look at the go. umbrella. We're just going to go home now. Cause... And not fuck, right? Have you seen the boner killer out on Route 3? <laughs> and I'm gone into the night again. And poof, poof, I'm gone. The boner killer lives to breathe another day, <laughs> stopping another fornication. Okay. In 1874, she married somebody else. Ugh. I can't even. <laughs> this guy. I mean, what? So she married David A. Nation. David A. Nation? You see where this is going? No. What's her name now? Carrie Nation? Yep. Carrie, Carrie A. Nation? Carrie A. Nation? <laughs> no. Yeah, no, she loved it. She felt that the name, she changed her name from C-A-R-R-I-E to C-A-R-R-Y-A-Dot-Nation. Oh, and she thought it was like Jesus had given her this name to carry a nation to goodness. Oh, oh boy. <clears throat> that would still happen today, by the way. Yep. <laughs> totally. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> David was an attorney, minister, newspaper journalist, and father. He was 19 years older. They quickly bought a farm in Texas and then realized that neither of them knew anything about farming. Great. And that's the order. A, it was a massive failure. That's the order to go. Well, they in. got down there and she was like, My family had a farm. And then they bought the farm and she went, Oh, we had slaves. Yeah, where were all the slaves to do everything? <laughs> and we had a queen. Wait a minute. Where's the weather vein aunt? <laughs> they, they then moved to another town in Texas where David was supposed to practice law. Did not pan out. <laughs> Why? He realized he didn't have a law degree at the time? <laughs> <laughs> then. In 1880, Carrie got a job running a hotel, and David ran a saddle shop down the street. So David is clearly what we would define as a loser. (laughs) Y'all want to buy a saddle? Please do it, or my wife's going to hit me. used to be an attorney. Please. How about a saddle? I ran a farm. Saddles? (laughs) Saddle! I'll pay you to buy a goddamn saddle. My wife will hit me. (laughs) Then David got involved in something called the Jay Woodpecker War. 
Oh yeah, of course. The you fam- know, you know what that is? <laughs> no idea. Oh, I didn't know either. Uh, <laughs> Jay Wood. You think? You, yeah, it's a great name for a cartoon. Yeah. and a war. Yeah. Uh, so basically, it was a, a Democrats against Democrats in a county in Texas, where the the voting because it was just normal voting. So the blacks, there were more of black people, so they were winning the votes. So the whites wanted to get control. The Democrats were winning the votes because black people were voting. You mean? No, the, it was Democrat against Democrat. It was Democrat, the Democratic Party fracturing. Okay. So there were white Democrats and black Democrats. Oh, okay. I get and you. there were more black Democrats. So <laughs> Awkward. So the awkward inter-party fight. Uh, how do we do this without switching parties? Mm, so Let's you guys kill are, some blacks. You guys are still kind of slaves to us, okay, <laughs> if we're being real. I know you're all new here, but uh, uh, you're free and whatnot, but I don't like you voting. Free doesn't mean free free. Uh, You're going to see in a minute. (laughs) Okay. So uh, David chose to align with the blacks. Okay. And shockingly, after the shooting and the ending in bloodshed, uh, the whites won. Really? With yeah. all their guns? Can you believe that? Shocking. I can't <laughs> so, believe it. So David had to flee. <laughs> well, David really, I mean, if you're in that situation, right? Yeah. And I'm not, take your moral compass out of this. Yeah. Which side are you going to, I mean, which side is the non-fleeing side? The white <laughs> side or the side that is still technically? Okay, but also, if I am selling saddles, Maybe I want to flee. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> You're picking a loser. You're like, yeah, I think I'm with the black guys. I think well, they got a great point. <laughs> Just kill us all. Kill me. Just shoot me in my fucking head. I'm selling saddles. I'm a lawyer. So uh, he moved the family to Kansas, where he became a preacher at a Christian church. Good. Wow, he's Next really... Next job. No, any job he can get. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I can pre- yeah, preach. I preach. I preach. Sure. <laughs> I preach. Uh-huh. Absolutely. I got that. Yep, yep. Yes. Yep. Yes. Indeed. <laughs> yep. 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 Carrie ran a hotel. Uh, this was in a city called Medicine Lodge. David was known to conduct boring sermons in a small, quaking voice <laughs> that entirely lacked the popular hellfire of the times. <laughs> so I just and then and then uh, um and then you know we we shouldn't do we shouldn't do this stuff with us uh, and um the Lord looked down upon <clears throat> you guys talking please don't talk right now and the Lord looked down upon um. Oh, God. I lost my spot. Oh, my God. You can get through this, David. Is it hot in here? Do you guys feel hot? Did someone open one of the back doors? Is there any way to open the door? Uh, oh, my God. I'm burning up. That's it church adjourned. Did I just say adjourned? Carrie would often sit in the front pew and holler prompts at him. Get it better. <laughs> Do it faster. Talk about Jesus, you idiot. <laughs> he's right next to me and he's passed. And when David floundered too much, she would end the service with a, that's enough for today, David. That's enough. Move out. <laughs> Could you imagine? What a bitch. He's the biggest bitch of all time. Uh, he has been turned into a total, like, prison bitch. <laughs> she ends his, sir. I mean, I would absolutely go there. Non-religious, religious, whatever. I'd be like, this is the best fucking church ever. He doesn't say anything, and she ends it early. Uh, Kansas had been legally dry since 1860, one of the first states to outlaw booze before prohibition. Carrie as well. Uh Uh-huh. Most people, however, consider the dry laws a joke. 
and all but a handful of citizens looked the other way regarding alcohol. So saloons were open. Everything was just going the yeah, same way. They right. just passed a law and everyone went, yeah, okay, yeah. good, good. Cops did not enforce the law because it was considered stupid. Then <laughs> came Carrie A. Nation. Oh, God. She entered the temperance movement in 1890. When a U.S. Supreme Court decision in favor of the importation instead of liquor in original packages from other states weakened the prohibition laws in Kansas. So basically they said, if you don't make booze in Kansas and it gets sent there from other states, yeah, you can, you can do that. Okay. So that made her mad. Of course. <clears throat> why, why wouldn't it? How dare they She started that? a local branch of the Women's Christian Temperance Union, Ugh. the WCTU. Her methods escalated from simple picketing to chanting temperance poetry, which must... Uh, could you imagine you're trying to drink? Yeah. You're just trying to hang out with a buddy in a bar uh, and there's temperance chanting going on? And that is why! <laughs> Put down your mugs! Oh, God. Oh, fuck me. bitch. She needs to, a husband. <clears throat> to serenading saloon patrons with hymns. Oh, my God. Accompanied by a hand organ. Drinking was the old abortion. <laughs> To greeting bartenders with point of remarks such as, Good morning, destroyer of men's souls. Morning, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd love it. <laughs> One Sunday morning in uh, 19, 1890, Carrie Nation, another woman, attacked the Medicine Lodge drugstore. She burst through the doors, armed with a sledgehammer, shrieking her hell in brimstone god bullshit at the owner and his handful of customers, she called the anger of God into her sledgehammer and smashed the cask of whiskey into splinters. Well, <laughs> I mean, this is where it should have all ended, right? They should be like, all right, well, we have a psycho. Okay, so let's lock her up. Right? Yeah, lock her up. She lock brought a fucking mallet into a drugstore yeah, and, and smashed, smashed whiskey. And, but everyone just stared at her. because She was a giant monster and no one knew what to do. No one did anything to stop her. They were just like, what happened? Oh, God. <laughs> God, we're alive. That was close. Um, soon after, David Nation was asked to resign as a preacher of his local church because Carrie was fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> the couple divorced in 1901. Aw. Isn't that a shame? That's a shame. Yeah. That well, let me guess. She kept the name. <laughs> <laughs> she did keep the name. Unreal. Normally, you find women <clears throat> like to move on. But I guess Carrie felt uh, good about yeah, that. Yeah, she enjoyed that name. Uh, she, this was the last thing really tethering her to reality. Oh, good. She began to pray to God for direction because she was making a dent. She wasn't making a dent in all the sex and booze and Freemasonry. Yeah. <laughs> Carry a hammer into the drugstore. <laughs> dent it. Close. The next morning, this is her. Uh, this is what she wrote. The next morning, I was awakened by a voice which seemed... To me, speaking in my heart, these words, go to Kiowa. And my hands were lifted and thrown down, and the words, I'll stand by you. The words, go to Kiowa, were spoken in a murmuring musical tone. Oh, sorry. Go to Kiowa. Were spoken in a murmuring musical tone, low and soft, but I'll stand by you was very clear and positive and emphatic. I was impressed with the great inspiration. The interpretation was very plain. It was this. Take something in your hands and throw at these places in Kiowa and smash them. Jesus. What? What? That's God. God is. That's what God says to he's people. really just. He's super into smashing shit. Yeah. I would think 
That's I what, always thought of him as a more of a pacifist. No, 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 no. He's like, go fuck shit up. Punch him in his balls. <laughs> All right, Lord, I'll do your bidding. Light it on fire. <laughs> You're the biggest bitch in the world. Pick up something heavy and smash something. I'm God. <laughs> also, maybe time to start walking on all fours exclusively. <laughs> Just floating that out there. Always fun. I know Buicks haven't been invented, but drive one through a shop. Hooray. <laughs> okay. Jesus also compared Carrie to uh, Joan of Arc. You're a lot like Joan of Arc, <laughs> except you're the size of an arc. <laughs> so she was, she, yeah, so she thinks she's now yeah, she's God. She's, God's, yeah, God's on her, her side. God's now telling her to go fuck shit up. Yeah. So Carrie loaded with uh, a wagon of throwing rocks, as they were called. Oh, aren't those rocks? Well, she liked to call them smashers. Smashers! <laughs> Go take these smashers and show them they shouldn't be drinking. Throw these smashers at them. <laughs> See uh, who's drinking <laughs> when they get a smasher right in the kisser. <laughs> a few of her Christian temperance buddies came along. She also brought her sledgehammer, and they sent out 20 miles to the town of Kiowa. Poor Kiowa. Yeah. They're just, just fucking chilling. hanging out. They're just hanging out, and then some chick who... Got a crazy message from God. <laughs> Some crazy chick who got a crazy message from God. Cow. When she arrived, she went straight to work. She destroyed two small saloons using the sledgehammer. She demolished everything in both bars that might hold hooch. From casks and kegs to steins and cups. I mean... The drunks in the bar just ran out and scattered. Well, that, that, that's the, that's the yeah. amazing thing to me. Yeah. Like, she came in and started fucking throwing rocks and hitting shit with a sledgehammer. And tackle and her. No, but I don't think they could tackle her. It'd be like tackling a mountain of <laughs> skin. A you guys. <laughs> you got to climb skin mountain. <laughs> the big saloon in town was called Dobson's. Okay. They heard what was going on and tried to prepare the saloon, but they couldn't stop the insanity. What? Carrie came in, killed all the liquor in the place, then all the receptacles, then said about killing the place itself. She hurled rocks through windows and billiard balls through expensive imported mirrors. She sledged the furniture to death, all of it. Every table, chair, and stool fell to the wrath of God. <laughs> she, oh. <clears throat> she ripped the swinging doors from their hinges as a parting shot. I mean, okay. Okay. What the fuck is everybody doing? It's uh, she's breaking the law, right? Right. Yeah. No, okay. she's totally breaking the law. <laughs> I mean, she's destroying a, a business. Yeah. Okay. And so everyone's like, I get it. I you get know, it. let her cry this out. You got at this age, you got to let them bang it out. You really do. You just got to let them. You got to let them destroy it out. <laughs> the fuck. All right, you guys, some woman's coming around here soon with a sledgehammer. She's going to smash everything. There's 30 of us. How are we going to prepare? Run. Great call. Run. Run. <laughs> no, you just fucking, I mean. Yeah. Okay, but here's, here's something you can't refute. Mm -hmm. Right after she destroyed the saloons in Kiowa, a tornado hit eastern Kansas. Oh, boy. Which she took as a divine approval. Of course, yeah. Because what else could it be? Of course. Yeah. I mean, how else does God send a message? He makes how else does he say? cold air in his little yeah. cauldron. Right. And then he sends a tornado. Yeah, uh, that's his way of saying, add a girl. Yeah, it's like a gold star in school. <laughs> he just drops a tornado near, near your chaos. 
<laughs> Anytime there's a tornado, I look around and I go, who did good? All right. Who did good? Somebody's in God's good book. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, fuck. You know, I was starting to wonder whether or not I'd done the right thing. And then there was that tornado. And I knew I'd done the right thing. Thank you, God. I'm going to keep going at it. No, no, no. That was a message to stop. Thank you. validating me with tornadoes. I get the language. (laughs) Said she was allowed to go Jesus crazy without any resistance. She got to murder three bars. Carrie Nation became an overnight media sensation. Oh, great. She was now a celebrity (sighs) from smashing up three bars (laughs) because nobody stopped her. Because nobody just grabbed her and held her down. The new went. it girl. <laughs> Carrie A Nation. <laughs> Who's hot? Carrie A Nation. Who's hot this year on Destructions List? <laughs> Who's not hot? Weather Vane Ant. Who smashed it better? <laughs> Psychos. They're just like us. <laughs> so, so now she's big shit. Uh, Carrier and their temperance idiots lobber, lobbied the members of the 1901 Kansas legislature. Uh, Nation told the Senate, you refused me the vote and I had to use a rock. They responded by passing the first significant temperance legislation in almost 15 years. So everyone's fucking going along with this shit. <clears throat> the second era of prohibition in Kansas was much more rigorous than the, than the first one. But she wasn't done smashing shit up. Oh, good. 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 The press poured into town. So I don't new, like pouring. <laughs> so new guy, news guys from all over the country are now flying in. Well, not flying in, horsing in to <laughs> to watch her murder bars. Oh, so she okay. So now here she is. She's like, I'm big shit. Yeah. And then media comes and she's like, Well, I got to give them a show. Right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Uh, so newsmen would actually follow her around on her raids. Yeah, normally I'll just come over here with my big hammer, smash this around a little bit, you know, send the message that God wants me to do this. Maybe take a break, go get a sandwich over there. They make good sandwiches. Go smash it for the afternoon, obviously. She needed something special. She needed something that would pop. Oh, no. So she turned her sledgehammer in for a hatchet. Wow. And the term hatchetization was born. (laughs) A term I'm always using. (laughs) (laughs) On one occasion, at a store owned by a man named O.L. Day, she rolled a keg of whiskey into the street, opened it up with a hatchet, and set it on fire. Jesus Christ. Now she's like a fucking showman. Yeah, yeah, totally. Now she's the fucking Siegfried and Roy of smashing up bars. Remember when she would just smash them? I miss those days. (laughs) For my next smash! Oh, God. I need a volunteer to smash this next one. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Get ready. Abraca smash him! (laughs) You just gotta be, like, inside, like, what the fuck? What the fuck is going on out there? Oh, fuck. Just just fuck off. I just wanted a beer, man. I worked all day. I wanted a beer. tired. There's a lady. She's smashing shit and setting it on fire. I just... Try water! Oh, Jesus wants me to have a beer, doesn't he? Jesus turned water into wine. How do you forget that part of the and whole... I'm still mad at him about that. <laughs> if I was there, I would have just hatcheted that water right away before he had the chance to do his little abracadabras. 
The hatchet became Carrie's symbol, as well as a fine money-raising tool for her and the WCTU. She started, Give us the money or I'm going to use this hatchet on you. <laughs> no, she started a mail-order business that distributed, in addition to autographed postcards Autogra- and copies of her newsletter called The Smasher's Mail. <laughs> miniature copies of her hatchet. Ugh, this is kind of like when someone's Twitter who doesn't deserve it blows up. Yeah. And it's then exactly. Like, oh, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Now they think that it's a good thing. <laughs> now they think they're good, and now it's only gonna get worse. Selling the stuff earned her a decent amount of cash to help finance her raids. Essentially, it locked her in. Now it's her job. No, now it's her fucking job to smash shit up with a hatchet and then sell tiny hatchets. Well. It's... <laughs> she's like a comic she's selling googly she's, eyes she's just a comic yeah she's selling merch she's doing the shows and then she's fucking hawking the merch and who should I make this out to well thank you so much couldn't do it without you here's your little hatchet she's the first Gallagher yeah <laughs> totally <laughs> I bet you he sort. I bet you he he sold tiny mallets. Oh my god, he had to have right. Listen, I saw Gallagher when I was eleven years. old. I did too. Yeah, I saw. I had a little hat. I yeah, had a little. Th- yeah, there's yeah. tons of shit. Oh god, that's her. Yeah. In her newspaper, The Smasher, <clears throat> she labeled President Roosevelt a bloodthirsty, reckless cigarette smoking rummy. <laughs> After President McKinley's assassination, she said he had deserved his end because he was a smoker. Wow. So she has a bit of a health nut. She's she's <laughs> she's super into health. She's a bit of a bit of a health nut. She, <laughs> she, uh, and she's got rigid rules. Yes. Yes. Not a lot of gray area. For a long time she was left her own devices raiding and smashing wherever she went with little concern that the authorities might get involved. So no one is doing the anything. Fuck? No. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with them? But then people started thinking, "Hey, why don't we arrest this stupid asshole?" Yeah. About six months into her reign of terror, so she, six months she's destroying bars. What the fuck? She not dis- King Kong. She destroyed. <laughs> she is kind of King but Kong. She, she can be captured <laughs> so easily. Uh, six months into her reign of terror, she destroyed the bar in Wichita's finest hotel and was arrested and put in jail for three weeks. Good. Okay. He's more because she's. Dave, I don't want to tell you this, but yeah. when she gets out, right. it's not going to be good. No, no, you don't know that. I know that. No, you don't know that. I do. Okay, well, let's read on. <laughs> she was released, immediately went back to the hotel and started smashing it up again. <laughs> <laughs> she's like she's like the opposite of Hugh Glass. Yeah, yeah totally, yeah. <laughs> She was put back in jail. She, she was? sat there for three weeks. Oh, I'm going to get that fucking bar. You can't stop me from getting that no, fucking but, bar. Carrie, we keep hearing you say that the first thing you're going to do is destroy that hotel bar again. Nope, 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 nope. Just talking to Jesus. Just talking to Jesus. All right. Let her get go. That, get that fucking bar. I'm What's get that? that one. Jesus Christ is my friend. Sounded like you said bar. I'm going to get that bar. I'm going to get that motherfucking bar. Definitely heard bar. No, I heard bars. I said bars. Right. I didn't say motherfucker. All right, there you go. Free to go, sweetie. I didn't say motherfucker. You cunt. You're free to go. <laughs> so, 
she uh, arrested again, put back in jail. Then she was released again, and she left for Topeka on January 26, 1901. The cops must have been on fucking eggshells that second oh, time. Oh, fuck she me. She couldn't fucking go and do it again. She rolled in wearing a dark veil shrouding her large face. So it's like a movie now. Curtains. So it's like a movie. Yeah. But everyone knew who it was because she was the largest woman on earth. So no one was like, who? No, it's not me, Carrie. <laughs> Carrie. Carrie. Carrie, you're huge. My name's Larry and a Tation. Okay. Okay. We know it's you. It's not me. Uh, word got out. Carrie Nation had arrived in Topeka, but this time it was not going to be easy. She was threatened by a mob and beaten by wives of saloon owners. Good. So she got attacked by other ladies. Good. It's fucking awesome. Uh, this time in her little reign of terror, she was repeatedly arrested and jailed. Every time she went to a bar. Right. She addressed judges deciding whether to jail her as your dishonor. So she's just a twat. I mean, well, she's just a twat. A huge twat. (laughs) Your dishonor. Jesus Christ. Okay. So you want to be in jail. I don't know. Your dishonor. Uh, She did want to be in jail, though. You'll see. Alone and accompanied by him singing women, she would march into a saloon and proceed to sing, pray, hurl biblical sounding abusive language and smash the bar fixtures and stock with a hatchet. And one part of her fervor led her to invade the governor's chambers of Topeka. But so because what he had to decanter, she picked up cash registers and threw them into the street. And and it was reported she once ripped the steel door off a refrigerator. She's a fucking monster. She smelled cake. (laughs) Who had a birthday? <clears throat> she railed against fraternal orders, tobacco, foreign foods. This is where it gets awesome. Foreign foods. Yeah. <laughs> what is that, Pate? <laughs> you motherfuckers! Have a burger! <laughs> what is... Have a burger! Good God, you fucking heathens. What is it? All right. Here's my rules. <laughs> you can't drink. You can't eat foods that aren't from America. No, Perrier. There'll be no fucking. (laughs) No smoking, no fucking, no foreign foods. (laughs) No drinking, no fun, no looking at me, no breathing. (laughs) No corsets? No corsets. No looking pretty. (laughs) We're all going to look like me. No skirts of improper length. Oh, my God. I can see your ankle whore. <laughs> you fucking whore. Mild pornographic. Leave something to the imagination, you whore. <laughs> Put a veil over everything. <laughs> Live in a sack. I can see your eyes, you dirty slut. <laughs> you filthy. Leave something to the imagination, you whore. So... So she was, uh, you know, she was off. She was, she was cool. She had her. She, she drew a line. At least she drew a line. At least some people know what they want and go after it, right? With hatchets, right? In 1901, temperance leaders assembled in Topeka for the annual convention of Kansas State Temperance Union, the KSTU. Now, notice that's not hers. Hers is the Christian. Yeah, no, right. Yeah, no. Leaders of the KSTU uh, did not exactly want Carrie attending the meeting because, you know. 
She was fucking She's the insane. world's biggest cunt. And uh, that's <laughs> so a problem. They did not invite her, but she came anyway and was enthusiastically received by the delegates. Oh, my God. She's Palin. <clears throat> she is Palin. Yeah. After the convention... Nation organized several hundred Kansas women and some men into bands of what she called home defenders. Oh, my God. (laughs) Buttons and pins were sold at temperance meetings to raise funds for the cause. She accepted. She started accepting many speaking engagements and conducted meetings at which she advised those in attendance. Oh, I tell you, ladies, you never know what a joy it gives you to start out to smash up a rum shop. I mean, so punching a stranger might have a rush to it. Right, it feels good. Yeah. To those who could not secure a hatchet for the upcoming battle, she said, pokers will do as well. Don't worry, guys. Pokers will smash just as good. You guys been reading the Smash newsletter? A lot of good smash. Home smashing tips there. Things that you can make at home smash with. You could take a part of your bed off and use that. Yeah, uh, you could take a bed knob bed post, and then attach knob. it to a poker. And then, you know, you could just smash a ton of shit with you that. You know, you got a baby. You could swing your baby around. I'll tell you what, you got a baby with a hard enough head or a soft enough head. Just throw it hard enough. Babies are great to smash the big bottles of liquor. On February 4th, a brigade, of, a brigade of home defenders attempted to rush a joint, but were turned back by a large crowd. So now it's yeah. now it's like <laughs> now, other people going, no, now, it's our booze. Now you're in a bar and someone's like, all right, get ready. And everyone gets up and is like, no, bitch. <laughs> no, bitch. We're drinking, bitch. No, bitch. Right. And how this didn't happen before with a bunch of drunk people, yeah. I will never no, That's the no. problem. They started fleeing right away. So yeah. she was like, when they flee, yeah. that's when we can smash. Um. So the next day, Nation and her followers attacked the Senate Saloon, the finest local establishment. Slot machines, a cash register, and fixtures were damaged or destroyed. The leading men of the town rallied to her cause in the hours after the Senate attack. So, so this is what's happening. Scared. Women yeah. are coming home and going, wasn't that great? Do you want to keep fucking me? Yeah. And the men are going, no, I, yeah, okay. Ma, yep, I got, yeah, I got your back on this one. Yeah. What the fuck? And, of course, the crazy religious dudes are like, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but a lot of them were probably there. It's just like, right, honey? He's like, uh, yeah. Yep. yep. No, we shouldn't. Boop. I don't think anybody should be drinking. No, it's bad. Fuck Please me. fuck me. Please fuck, fuck me again. God, please fuck, fuck me. Please fuck me. Put it in your mouth. Please. Put it in your mouth. Please drink that. I will say that if you put it in your mouth. <laughs> Nobody should ever drink again. You promise you're going to suck my dick later. <laughs> Nobody ever drink again. The police chief decided to close all saloons and call the Council of Male Citizens to debate the matter. The Council of Male Citizens? Uh, we got to get the men in here to talk. Dudes, what are you doing? <laughs> he set the meeting for a date when Carrie Nation was on a speaking tour of Iowa and Illinois. Smart. When she returned to Topeka, she learned the home defenders had been excluded from the meeting and that saloon owners had been allowed to keep their bar equipment. I got on February feeling. 17th, the Crusaders... <laughs> Crusaders spent the day destroying a main town saloon and smashing bar fixtures in storage. They were arrested, all of them, including Nation. Now, this, so this is the first time that the temperance idiots had all gathered one place for this convention. Right. Right? So the home defenders were born. Now they're a group. Yeah. And they went back to their towns. Oh, no. So after Topeka, the home defenders all over the state started smashing up bars and saloons. So it was like a plague. Like, uh, uh, but a plague you could stop. (laughs) 
but apparently we had the vaccine, which was just to be like, no, no. It's illegal. It's illegal. You're going into jail forever. But then the thing is, so you can't think of it as like they're smashing up bars because what they're actually smashing up in legal terms would be like uh, a Coke dealer's house. Uh, no, because it's legal. It's not legal. Well, okay. <laughs> it... <sighs> so there's a weird thing. Gray. There's a there's an area where they're like, "Fuck, she's smashing up something we shouldn't be doing." It is illegal. Uh, you, but okay. Right. No, you're right. Yeah. I mean, it, it, <laughs> there's a way to end this. <laughs> um, she was arrested more than thirty times. And paid for her fines by selling the tiny hatchets to supporters. I'll be back on the streets in no time. <laughs> now, maybe they shouldn't have actually jailed her. Because every trip Carrie made to jail seemed to shine a bigger light, a positive light, on her and her cause. Her traveling gaggle of journalists reported each arrest, always accompanied the news with a photo of Carrie. In these photographs... She was usually shown in her cell with the back to the bars hovering over the Bible like the Pope. And her fans went bug fuck for it. But this is this is why uh, the, you're right. They shouldn't keep arresting her. They should arrest her one fucking time. <laughs> and that's it. That's and, one article. And, and that's it. And how about no photos? No photos. Yeah. But one photo. One fucking article. I mean, of course, eventually, if you turn her into, like, natural-born killers, people are going to be like, man, she really doesn't take shit. Just fucking throw the fucking key. You easily could just be like, yeah, she smashed his property. Fuck her. No. So arresting her was backfiring. <laughs> it was creating mobs everywhere, giving her more power. So she's like Godzilla. Like, Literally. Don't shoot her with a rocket. She'll get more power. Like, that's what she was. Like, every time you arrest her, she gets Try petting her. Um, so seeing that how it was a worse to arrest her, Tabanovers kind of gave up, instead choosing to lock their establishments until they were sure she had left town. Uh, awful. So it's everything she wants. <laughs> I mean, She's almost, getting, yeah. almost. Uh, she was arrested many times in several states, including Oklahoma, Kansas, Missouri. She spent time in Little Rock Jail. She was arrested in Hot Springs. She was released when she made a... This is great. She was released when she made a deal with the mayor. She spoke... At the opening of a new subdivision for which she was paid $50. And she made an additional $60 selling souvenir hatchets. So she got arrested. And the deal she made with the mayor is she wouldn't smash up the saloons if she got to give a speech. And she ended up making 110 bucks, which at that time is a fucking load of... So it's a fucking racket. <sighs> In Little Rock, she took a tour of 24, 26 saloons and bars... She made speeches and many people admired her. Some followed her on her travels and helped smash saloons and bars. But she also made a lot of enemies who started throwing eggs at her. Yeah, eggs. Wait. Eggs. At this point, she's like OJ on the final ride yeah. in the Bronco. <laughs> I mean, I'm down for the egg throwing. Everyone, everyone's just like coming down now to see what the freak is doing. <laughs> like, that's where it's coming. Like, everyone's like, okay, here we go. She's coming. Oh, Some uh people cheering, other people throwing eggs. It turns into a thing. <laughs> So she's turned into sort of a crazy clown because they can't arrest her. They can't stop her from smashing stuff up. So but her everybody. own celebrity is what did her in. So she received so much coverage and so much attention that eventually the whole scene seemed to reach like a crest. And on one side of the peak, Carrie was a, her a hero, right? A heroine. 
while on the other side, she became the, the they started ridiculing her and making jokes. So when she'd come into town, instead of a mob, everyone would just be fucking laughing at her. So she'd be smashing shit up and everyone would be like, oh my God, you're out of your fucking mind. So it totally took the air out of the... Okay, so the co- she'd come out of a destroyed so you, saloon now like, huh? People would be like, you freak. And she'd be like, what? Yeah. Well, Anyone want to buy a hatchet? She'd be like, did Jesus want this? And everyone would just start <laughs> laughing at her. And she'd be like, like you can't have fire and brimstone right. responded to be like, nah. <laughs> Adorable. <laughs> what? My brimstone. Yeah, real cute. Real cute. So the people who posed her uh, turned her into a joke. Now she'd come to town, a bunch of people would be laughing at her. Her rage-filled mental illness. So it's perfect. It's the best way to defeat her. Not to be daunted, though, Carrie hired herself an agent. Who drank, by the way. He was a drinker. (laughs) I couldn't agree with you more, Carrie. We just got a really good idea. These people are out of control. I can give you you some good deals. You're the one. Like you said, he put a tornado there. Oh, sorry. I went to the bathroom. Uh, So he launched... He got her launched on the lecture circuit in theaters across America and Europe. Ah. She reenacted her famous raids, hatchetizing empty casks to bits. So she would go on stage, re, re, it's like a fucking, it's like one of those terrible cop shows. Yeah. Do a reenactment. Yeah. It's like Dateline at this point. (laughs) Like a reenactment of her going into a saloon. She'd smash up a fake saloon on stage. She'd smash a, a keg to pieces. Like, great show. Really good show. <laughs> Hard to picture that stuff. Uh, and she would uh, do her hymns, and, and the, all the audience would cheer and scream Ugh. in uh, what was known as the worst show ever. <laughs> <laughs> the worst show since Spider-Man. Although I could see it being a one-man show at Melbourne. That might be... People would go to that, right? Yeah, I don't know. Sure. I mean, I think people would. I you could see people going to anything. Well, this is when shows were like that. Like people wanted to see. Like, I didn't want to see the like vagina monologue. The guy who killed uh, Jesse James went uh-huh. on a tour and did this. Right. Right. He, yeah. He would. Re- yeah. He would do the reenactment. No. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Like this is what you did. You did reenactments of. Shit it's almost you like did. you were the president. Now you just go on your speaking tour. Yeah. For the rest of your life. Yeah. Exactly. Scratch. It's really so you just do you just you just act like an asshole for a little while. Yeah. And then you get to go out on and tour. And then you're like, here's my play. <laughs> here's my play about being an asshole. In <laughs> uh, New York and Chicago, was she was something of a tolerable sideshow attraction, but in London, she was seen as a menace. Good. The first and only. So she was also doing pub raids while she was out there. Oh, cool. the first and only pub raid. downtime. <laughs> the first one, she, the only pub raid she staged in Brit- Britain earned her immediate arrest, a steep fine, and deportation. <laughs> the Brits weren't having any of the fucking nut job bullshit. They were like, uh, "That's beer. We don't fuck with beer." And uh, uh, we're British. Fuck off. Uh, out you go. Bye forever. How about I put a pint up your asshole? Well. Normally, what they do is they just let me go, and then I can do it again. I can sell hatchets. Yeah, fuck off. Get on the boat. Fuck <laughs> off. Bye. Bye, bitch. <laughs> no, I smash it right here. Yeah, bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> Get off. To untie the rope. Fuck off, bitch. <laughs> One country. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> bye. Bye. Horrible Bri- people. I can hear why people hate the British. They're very rude. <laughs> Things went downhill for Carrie after this. Her supporters slowly deserted her. 
the WCTU denied all knowledge of her. So the Christian never heard of her. No, I don't know who that is. Nope. What are you talking about? Uh, no, we know David A. Nation, mm-hmm. but Carrie mm-hmm. does not ring no, a bell. Carrie, the nope. press lost interest, of course, because you know it went on for six months a year, and they're yeah, like, you're okay, the it girl. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah boring. Yeah. Uh, she went from megastar to laughingstock to complete non-entity. So now she just, everyone's like, mm-hmm. Uh, Nation's daughter, Charlene, had been committed to the Texas State Lunatic Asylum in 1905. By the way, I miss when we call the asylums things like that. <laughs> this is the lunatic asylum. <laughs> it was, it was so much more upfront. So, gr- so vague now. Uh, this is the uh, crazy cuckoo home. <laughs> The home for cuckoos. <laughs> uh, where are you going? The cuckoo banana house up the street. <laughs> We're gonna go send him to the lunatic bin. <laughs> I'm uh, heading over to <laughs> hospital. <laughs> so Nation uh, moved her to Austin, Texas, and then took her to Oklahoma, and finally brought her to Hot Springs, Arkansas, where they settled in a home. They ran a home for widowed and abused women. So that must have been nice, right? To have a rage-filled lunatic and her once committed daughter uh, to invite you to their home to escape your abusive husband. Did you try smashing him with a hatchet? Uh, no, we just... Because men are evil! Okay, okay. I just They're want... full of liquor. They're technically I... rum barrels if you think about it. I'm looking for a place of peace. Oh, right. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I sorry. forgot we're counseling now. Sorry. <laughs> She said that Arkansas reminded her of Scotland, where she recently traveled. In time, the home for abused women became a boarding house and then a religious school. First, it was just her giving religious instructions to boarders. So that's just you staying with her. And she's like, I'm in the Jesus. Like a total nightmare. Can I have more free uh, food? Yep. Now, the school was founded in 1910 and was called National College, although it was not a college. Or national. As she continued to travel. Her final speech was in Eureka Springs on January 13th, 1911. She had recently had health problems, but the speech had been going well. Suddenly she stopped and gassed out. I have done what I could. Then she lapsed into a coma. Whoa. Straight down. She was taken to Evergreen Palace Hospital in Kansas, where she remained in poor health until her death on June 2nd, 1911. Doctors said the cause of her death was paresis. General paresis. WebMD describes general paresis as a problem with mental function due to damage of the brain from untreated syphilis. Oh, my God. General paresis usually begins about 10 or 15 to 20 years after the syphilis infection. This was at a time when syphilis was rampant. The superintendent of New York Asylum estimated 12% of his patients were due to general paresis. Uh, General paresis is also known as general paresis. Paralysis of the insane. Symptoms include typical symptoms include loss of social inhibitions, asocial behavior, gradual impairment of judgment, abnormal mental function, including hallucinations and false ideals, decreased mental function. Personality changes include delusions, hallucinations, irritability, anger, and inappropriate moods. And disdain for liquor. <laughs> so. Wow. I, I didn't I didn't read this anywhere and then I read and then I got to I was searching about her death cuz it just seemed weird that she fell over from a coma. And someone wrote a book about it and in the book it, about her and in the book it was like yeah the doctor said she had paresis. So she just, And then I went and looked at paresis and it's like that's from 
Yeah. Syphilis. Yeah. So her drunk husband gave her syphilis. And then. And then she went bug fuck crazy. <laughs> and people followed her. And people followed <laughs> the syphilitic mad woman. Non syphilitic. They're like, oh, yeah, she's got a point. <laughs> she just had an STD in her brain, like, smash the whiskey. <laughs> she was just, syphilis was just having a party in her brain. Yeah. Oh man! Crazy, right? Yes, I mean that's crazy. it's fucking nuts. She was. Syphilitic. It makes sense now. It makes sense. A fountain was built in her honor in Wichita, Kansas, not far from the place where one of her first acts of, against alcohol occurred. The fountain was destroyed only a few years later when a driver of a beer truck lost control and ran into it. Lost control, <laughs> my ass. <laughs> so she so, was. Syphilis. Syphilis. Caused prohibition. <laughs> That's interesting, isn't it? <laughs> Syphilis. Syphilis. Oh, fuck me. Everybody listening to her. Yeah. <laughs> she was a great. She was not only mentally ill, but then syphilis got involved. Yeah. Syphilis was like, I could drive this crazy train for a little while. It also would would explain why she was so mad at the, at the alcohol. It, she wasn't mad at the booze because of her kid she was mad because her pussy hurt because her fucking yeah. husband gave her a horrible disease oh, God. because he was out fucking whores <laughs> so that's what she was that's why she was smashing up bars yeah, yeah. because she got fucking VD from she her husband upset. who was a drunk <laughs> she was pissed at her husband <laughs> so she destroyed many bars <laughs> wait did she just did she just, when she threw that rock, did she say my pussy hurts? I'm a goddamn pussy! <laughs> Smashed all the whiskey! Smash it to make my pussy feel normal again. So there you go. So. So great. Carrie Nation, huh? Carrie great. Carrie, Carrie had a uh, hurt vagina. And mm-hmm. uh, everyone had to suffer. Booze and everyone had to feel it. state had to suffer. She took it on tour. Yeah. Well. It sounds it sounds like a good time. She sounds like a peach. She sounds like I mean if you didn't want to fuck her because she was horrible and enormous, now syphilis is another thing to just dissuade you. Yeah. So file her under unfuckable. Yeah. And then her poor other husband probably got it, right? Oh yeah. He probably just dealt with he probably was just he was probably just happy. Happy she was gone. The whole story. I loved it. Um, anything? Closing mm. remarks? I'm glad we can still drink. When was the last time you were really drunk, Dave? Um, what, really drunk? Yeah. I actually got really drunk a few days ago. Oh, yeah? yeah? Where'd you go? Where was I when I got really drunk? Oh, me and my wife went out. Just got shit-faced? We, yeah, we ended up. We were like, we were, like, we were going to go to the movie, and we're like, we're just going to get fucking drunk. <laughs> so we just left the car downtown to go to her home. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Uh, so can you imagine not being able to do that? Not being able to? Yeah, drink. Oh, it would be terrible. Yeah. You'd have to go see that movie. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. This is The Dollop. Uh, please leave a review on iTunes. We have a Facebook page, The Dollop. We have a Twitter feed, The Dollop. Someone, a fan has created a Tumblr page. Oh, nice. Uh, about The Dollop. Um... 
I have an album out called Shame Chamber if you want to buy that. It's over on Bandcamp and iTunes and uh, Google Play. Not on Amazon. I don't know why. Fuck them. Uh, leave a review on iTunes. That helps us out. And uh, anything else? No. All right. That's it. Well then. Thank you. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with gareth and jake i don't remember how we did it but either way fun half hour comes out tuesday august 22nd and episodes will be out every tuesday and friday we're here to help oh hey there everybody it's gareth you know from this uh this podcast uh listen i've got some stand-up shows i'm inviting the garmy the gareth army to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th. Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it. After it. Let's see you there.